Welcome back, baseball family. We are here today. We're gonna do our first. We're gonna do our first real check in on the uh, playoff picture to see how things are going now, possibly into the future, into the next month, because we have about a month left in the season. In fact, five days, Brad. Thirty-five yes. days. On the day that this drops on Tuesday, the what day? The 29th, 35 29th. days until officially begin. You're right. And you actuary is out there. Anyway. Yes. So what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to go through. Uh, first, we're going to go through the races that seem like they're pretty much wrapped up and decided. And then we're going to go through and look at what's a little unclear, a little hazy in the, crystal, the old crystal ball, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. So first things first, American League the one division that is really settled and not even like entirely at that, uh, the AL central, right? It just, it just feels that way. It (laughs) It didn't the most settled. Yeah, it is. The twins have a sixth lead on the Cleveland on Cleveland's baseball club right now. And then the tigers are games back from there. Uh, Tigers are not going to catch the twins in a month. And with the way that Cleveland is playing, I don't think they'll catch the twins. I don't. They could, but I don't think they will either. Right. Yeah. Well, they. This is the thing: is they've shown though. Cleveland has the last couple of days that they want to win. They really want to make a run of this because they're not letting Noah Syndergaard just sit around. They DFA'd him the other day. Right. So, like, we're not just gonna like we're not just gonna carry the weight because we can. We want somebody who can contribute every five days and help us win. Yep. So that I thought that was a really interesting move, not rolling over, but at the same time, possible, not probable. The NL East has been wrapped up since like May. Uh, the Braves <laughs> are ahead of the high 12 and a half game, and the Marlins are 19 back in third place. The NL West is pretty well wrapped up because the Dodgers came storming out of nowhere. That's one of those like it's almost like the Dodgers just gave everybody a head start in like a like a 400 meter race. Yeah, and then like the Dodgers. Yes, yeah, it was. Yes, the Dodgers are the freeze. <laughs> the the D backs, the Giants, are that poor that poor sap who gets a lead and gets like halfway, starts pumping up the crowd, and then he trips and falls, yeah. and then the yeah. freeze just leaves dust. And they're like, "Oh no, oh no, that's gonna be on social media forever." <laughs> And the D-backs and Giants are going to be on social media forever. Yeah. Granted, one of those teams will probably be in the playoffs, but man, they were the division lead and they blew it because they're pumping up the crowd too much. Yeah. But that's um, but with these leads though, Brig, how firm do you think these are? I think the Braves and Dodgers are pretty well set in stone already. How firm do you think that twins lead is? I think it's much more firm than the six games would indicate. Yeah. That's what that's how I nine. I think it might as well be nine. Yeah. Okay. One concern, twins, is that I saw them blow a couple games this weekend, like a couple late leads this week. And granted, it was the Rangers, who are a very good offensive team, right? Yeah. For the most for part, sure. um, they've come down. But at the same time, though, like that pitching is suspect, to say the least. There are some warts there that got exposed, and uh, if it wasn't, if it was anybody besides the Central. They would they probably wouldn't be able to hold on to that lead. Yeah, I think Definitely that's not. that's true. That's true. So okay. 
pictures that are still unclear. Let's go by division again. Let's go to the AL East first. The Orioles are ahead of the Rays by two games right now. A bit of a tail of the tape between the Orioles and the Rays right now. Baltimore has a plus 95 run differential and a record of 42 and 31 against teams over 500. I love that stat so much. Yeah, Rays awesome. have a plus 174 run differential and a record against teams over 500 of 36 and 32. Both over 500 against 500. There's yeah. an obvious difference. I don't, I don't look too much into run differential. I think it can tell a little bit of a story. At the same time, like if the games you lose, you lose big, but you're winning a bunch of close games, and you're winning more games than you're losing. Right? Yeah. It's an interesting picture. It's an interesting story, but it does, it only tells a little bit of it. But it's it's texture. I would say it's just texture on the story. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like which that. and it, and it's an interesting bit of texture because. You're right. You those close games aren't factored really heavily into that statistic, but it does give you an idea of is if they go head to head, what we can expect as far as offensive or defensive capabilities. So I put the way I the, the way I like to look at run differential is if I put them side by side, it gives me a more clear picture of what a head to head matchup might look like. There you go. Yeah, because look at the Rays, especially early in the season. Offensive power, really good pitching. They're going to have a high run differential, like a high positive. The Orioles, on the other hand, they have good pitching, but it's not to the same level of the Rays. But they have a really good offense. So that's not even pretty good for a team like that, right? So, yeah, I think I think you're at a texture. But the one that would have me worried a little bit with the Rays is the fact that when they play teams over 500, they don't do as well. Right, they're only four games over five against five hundred, and and the Orioles on the other hand are like they win those games. They do. They play up to their competition. They win them, and that's and that I think would be the difference. I don't know what these teams look like head to head at the end of the season here, but I would put the Orioles above the race for that reason. Yep, I would too. I totally agree. But the or the Rays have a tremendous offensive capability. Like we right, just, they could blow they, up for fifteen any given day. Yeah, if they get just uncorked for just one minute, you're going to have a problem. And there are only a couple of teams in the league that have a run differential that high. There just are. Right. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about those, but yeah, there, we'll it's there. not a long list. Yeah. All right, should we move on to the AL West? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, the Mariners, my Mariners, are currently one. Well, going into Monday, one game ahead of the Rangers and the Astros. Both the Rangers and the Astros won by now. The Mariners are winning right now, so there's that going for us, which is nice. Um, and then the Angels are the third are the third team play third place team, and they are eleven and a half back right. of the Mariners. Um, they've kind of spiraled of late, um, but anyway, the Mariners currently have a plus one hundred two run differential, which blows my mind that it's even that high right now. But I'd yeah. say plus uh, fun difference through the roof days yeah that trident is everything (laughs) (laughs) so here's so here's that's though is that none of these teams have a record above 500 against 500 right texas around differential is sky high plus 172 because they were off early yeah and then houston is plus one plus eight okay so Let's go and let's look at the the record over 500. This is crazy to me. The Mariners are 32 and 33. That's the best of the bunch. 
the Rangers are 32 and 34, and the Astros are 32 38. <laughs> That's bananas. And I, I wonder how many of those uh, Texas, how many of those wins Texas racked up early in, early in the season when they were just putting them up on everybody, you know, because they last week lost eight in a row. Right. Exactly. So that that was ugly. Certainly didn't help things. The Astros, on the other hand, are a roller coaster. I don't know what's going on with them. They'll win by a bunch. They'll lose by a bunch. They'll toss a no-no. They'll get shelled the next day. I have no idea what's going on with the Astros. They don't either. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think they don't have think any idea what's going on. I think Dusty Baker wakes up and decides maybe which medication to take that day, and that's how things go. <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> like, what else could it be? <laughs> Whatever is in the two days, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's crazy though in Houston. But the thing is, the thing that's crazy about it is that they have the experience and they are just level enough that I feel like you can't count them. You can't, right? So that's foolish to discount the Astros. So who would you? I mean, I before I said earlier, I think that the Mariners can hold on, hold the division. Right. The schedule is favorable enough enough the rest of the way. And if they have just enough, I believe, momentum, if they have just enough momentum going into those last three years, two against Texas, one against Houston, that I think they could hold on and win it. Who do you think takes the West? Texas. You still, you still have Texas. I'm still going to hold on to Texas. Uh, okay. All right, let's go to the NL Central. The okay. Brewers are Cubs by four games. The Reds are six games back. Possible, not probable. Uh, Milwaukee's run differential is just plus 19, but they are 37 and 36 against teams of 500. Cubs are plus 79 run differential and have a 29 and 36 record against teams over 500. But the difference with Cubs, the Brewers have been pretty level most of the season. The difference with the Cubs is they seem turned it on since the trade deadline. And did you hear about this break with Dansby Swanson, what he said to the front office before the trade deadline? What he said. So the Cubs wanted to sell, right? Yeah. It, yeah. It, the Cubs were planning on selling. So he went to the front office and said, I read this on the score weeks ago. And he said, look, I understand wanting to sell, right? You want to get rid of guys and you want to bring in prospects and build for the future. If you want to win next year, though, if you want to establish a winning culture here next year, not sell this year because you cannot flip the switch and establish a winning culture next year. If you want to win next year, establish the winning culture this year and carry it into next year. And Dansby Swanson and his wisdom and leadership helped turn that team around, man. And he knows what he's talking about. He does know what he's talking about. He's got a ring. And yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. And it clicked with me that that was Kyle Seeger's frustration all those years in Seattle. It was like, you can't flip the switch winning culture. You've got to establish it and build it year on year. And man, the Cubs are looking like they could run at the division. I don't know if they will, Yeah, but they certainly could. They could. Four games is not insurmountable. No, absolutely not. The Brewers have a bad week. The Cubs have a good week. They've got a lead. Yeah. It, and so, it's as simple as that. It's yeah. literally the way the cookies crumble. Like, it's not going to come. It, it, it It's so close that it might not even come down to, like, data 
or any sort of analytics capabilities. It might just come down to, I didn't feel good today and now it's over. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, (laughs) you're not wrong. Yeah, I think, I think it could. So that's going to be a really fun race to pay attention to in the rest of the way through and keep an eye on the reds too. I don't think, I don't think they're out of it. I don't know if it's necessarily something they can catch just because they've been, they have not been as good lately. Right, like they they had a full rookie infield. I know, I loved All it though. Little, like freshman freshman football players over at the varsity and Otani. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yes, I love it too. And Noelve Marte, I'm so excited that he's there because he's in the Seattle for a long time, and I love that he's at the big big level now. Good for him. Very excited. Well, and Ellie De La Cruz has been in the league for like seven minutes, and he's already in the running for rookie of the year, and he's. Right. I mean, he's the most electric. Much as anybody else is in the National League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I texted you the other day about Corbin Carroll's minus thirty five hundred to win the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I should have put money in when I was like called it in what March when, when he got called up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talked about that deal, we should have put money on him right then and there. Just yeah to to win it but man yeah so but no for real though i think if led cruz had been up all year it'd be a lot the whole i do i definitely agree with that so yeah okay so who spoils whom and how brig (laughs) and how and how um i think the I'm I'm gonna go with a hot take here and say the Cubs catch the Brew Crew. Noah, I think you I think you're right with they're playing ball right now. The Cubbies are. Yeah, I think they'll catch I think, them. I think right. Yeah, I think the Orioles will hold on to the East, and I think mm-hmm. Texas takes the AL West. Um, and that's I don't think I think the only spoiler is going to be the the NL Central. Okay. Let's look at the wild picture real quick. Okay. You do the AL. I'll do the National League. How about okay. that? Uh, if you have the Rangers winning the West, that puts the wild picture as the Rays, Mariners, Astros, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Yeah. The Rays are up next game now. Um, the Mariners part would be five back from them. The uh, Astros would be in the third position. With uh, with two and a half games on the Blue Jays and four and a half games on the Red Sox, who are right. three wild card teams that bunch at this point? Like, who do you think uh, makes it through there? Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Houston. Okay, I'm gonna go. So I have the West. So Texas put in Seattle, but. I still think the Rangers miss the playoffs. I'm going to go Tampa Bay, Houston, and Toronto. Oh. The Blue Jays, oh, two, two and a half games. That's a week and a bad week, right? Yeah, exactly. So I think I think they're a good week away getting into the playoff picture um, because the Rangers just came off a bad week and may or may not have another one coming up because they it took everything they had to beat the Mets tonight. Yeah, and that's bad. <laughs> it is bad. That is that is not good. Not That's how you bad. want. Okay, okay, the National so, League wild card race. Um, right now, the way it looks, 
We've got Philly has four games up on everybody. Chicago is a half a game ahead. That puts Arizona at even money. They're at zero. They would, if everything ended today, they would be the third team. But San Francisco and Cincinnati are both a game and a half back. Miami's three games back, and San Diego is in a lofty eight game, eight games back. But they were the nearest. So, Brad, and they got all those holes. Ship, and they got all those holes in the ship. So. Let's just cut them out here. Let's just buy okay. San Diego. They're gone. Okay. They're gone. Okay. So, how do you see the NL wild card panning out? Okay. So, as much as I want the Diamonds to make the playoffs, because I don't think they're, I think the Giants are either the Giants or the Reds are going to take their spot. I don't know the Reds necessarily. I think it's going to come down to experience and. I don't want to say maturity because I don't want to say they're immature players, but that, that is a really young infield in Cincinnati. So that's why I don't think the Reds will make it, but the Giants are playing well right now. They, yeah. they looked – did you watch Sunday Night Baseball between the Giants and the Braves this week? Yes. That felt like playoff baseball. It did. That was fun, and I think the Giants can make a run. They're going to overtake the backs, and it's going to be Phil Milwaukee – and San Francisco as your NL wildcard teams. So that's exactly how I feel. But I still really, really want Arizona to make it. So if I'm going to knock anybody out, then I want it to be – I well, I want Milwaukee out because I'm loving San Francisco right now. But I'm right. not sure – I'm not sure Milwaukee will – tank that hard they would they would have to have a couple of really bad runs for that to be possible i know that's why i had milwaukee in there to be the exact same thought that i they could they could but i don't think they're going to and mm-hmm. they're the team that i would like i don't want to say want out but it's because i want arizona in more than me them. too yeah Come on, me, that's carol exactly in the playoffs right. that's all i want i want to see corbin <laughs> carol in the playoffs that's it i know <laughs> that's all it is. And yep. if I was as excited about Christian Yelich as I used to be, then I would want them to be there. Right, but I, don't I care know. Anymore. Why yeah. do we not care anymore? Because it's not Belly and Yelly anymore. That ship has sailed. If it was still Belly and Yelly, we'd still care. Why are we not having a renaissance of Belly and Yelly now that there's the rivalry going on there too? Oh, oh it's a different kind of rivalry. It's a rivalry, not an MVP rivalry. It's not an MVP. No, I know, anymore. but they the Brewers and the Cubs, man. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a team rivalry now, not player rivalry. If it's still player rivalry, right. then yeah, like that's the kind of rivalry we would get if Ellie De La Cruz and Corbin Carroll were both up all year long. Could you imagine the Rookie of the Year race we would have if Ellie De La Cruz had come up day one like Corbin Carroll? That's the race we want, right there. That would be that wild. would be the Wilds. Yeah, it would be that. We want Corbin Carlos. I would love to see his last. I just think they're a year away in Cincinnati. Yeah, but probably only one. They could take the division next year, uh, fill some holes, sort out some pitching. I think the Reds could be really good. But, yeah. Yep, you're right. I don't know. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.